Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brett Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge, and we're a marketing training and toolset company. And on this show, we investigate various ways in which marketing efforts can reach a state of Nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. Now, on this show, we talk, obviously, a lot about PPC, and we often talk AdWords. However, Bing's another great platform. So we're going to do two entire shows on just Bing, why you should use it, how it's different than, than Google's platform, and how to get started. So you know, for a show like this, I wanted a true Bing authority, and I've got one, John Gagnon. He works for Microsoft as the Bing Ads Evangelist, and I've had the pleasure of meeting John many times and having dinner and drinks and so forth. So he will definitely steer you in, in the correct direction with, with Bing. So welcome, John, and thanks for being on the show. Brad, excited to be here. So, you know, when I think Bing, one of my favorite personal things is actually the support and the community. Um, Bing is much easier to work with than Google is and get answers and so forth. But, but of course, from your perspective, right, it's not just about support. It's about reach and, and, and so forth. So, you know, we always have to ask the question first, why should someone use Bing? Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the I, I get that that question quite a bit, and, and I think when when you break it down, there's a number of different reasons why, and, and you mentioned a few there with with support, but one of the biggest reasons is actually the audience, and so when you actually sign up for an account with Bing Ads, you get traffic from both Bing and Yahoo, and that audience is is pretty big, and actually it's really unique. There are a number of searches uh, we did a a study with Comscore. Comscore did a study. And they looked at the, the total audience that we have and also how our audience compares to Google. And it turns out there's tens of millions of searchers on Yahoo and Bing that are not on Google. Um, and so there's, there's a big missed opportunity. That usually ends up being one of the big reasons. And, and the other one, of course, is um, they looked at buying power, which is, hey, how much do people spend when they actually make a purchase, uh, a Google user versus a Bing and Yahoo user? Uh, and uh, we're, we're also higher there too, so driving ROI. Can you share numbers like you know what an average checkout is across platforms, or is that proprietary? No, no. Um, gosh, you know, the latest numbers, I think it's uh, around 6.8. Uh, and it's, it's not necessarily a, a, an average checkout. That, that study I'm referencing, uh, the Google versus Bing is about 6.8% higher. So, you know, for a dollar that a Google user is going to spend, about $1.06, seven $1.07 uh, on Bing. Or okay, that's that's interesting. I've not heard that before. I will uh, I will definitely put a link to the um, to that study if it's public in, in our show notes. Now, I mean, when I first started using Bing, gosh, ten years ago, nine years ago, I mean, long, long time ago when it was still beta, right? The, the knock about Bing's been been volume, but I just saw that Bing's volumes up to thirty percent query share when you combine Bing and Yahoo. Um, what what's your query share these days in the U.S.? 
Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, just about thirty percent. It's twenty nine percent, and that's from being in Yahoo on on desktop in the U.S. And so it's been it's been going strong. I think uh, Bing actually itself is at nineteen point five percent. That's great. Um, how is your mobile growth going? Mobile has been awesome. I mean, it's been huge. Uh, gosh, it's so funny. I was just looking at some numbers. Year over year numbers, over 170% growth in the, the number of clicks coming from our mobile network. And the traffic, if you look at all the traffic that we have in the Bing Ads platform, about 33%, a third of that is coming from mobile. So it's been a huge growth from this year to, or last year to this year. That's great. So, do you see do you see these positive trends continuing? Is this is this a, a stagnant growth, or is it going to keep growing? We think it's going to keep growing. I mean, you can't always keep the pace. One hundred and seventy plus percent is pretty <laughs> is a pretty hard pace to continue for a while. Uh, but we we do see it continuing because there's a number of different investments that we're making. You know, Microsoft and and Bing. We power a lot of the Windows Phone, uh, Windows experiences, and Windows Phone, of course. Uh, and we're striking a number of deals and partnerships. Not so long ago, we actually uh, announced that we are going to be investing more in getting partnerships on the on the Bing side. And so we're expecting to see that grow. Uh, and of course, Microsoft has uh, done a few interesting things. And one of the big bets that we're making is uh, for Windows under uh, nine inches, uh, for like Windows operating system devices under nine inches, uh, we're going to be giving away the operating system for free. And we're going to need a money, a way to make money from that. And, and we're really thinking that Bing has a big part of that in the overall services uh, that Microsoft has. Well, that's a really – I mean when you think of Microsoft as a whole, that's that's a really big shift. I mean that almost in a way, not to keep making comparisons to, to Google, but almost is how you know Chromebooks are still paid for, but operating system is free and monetized with ads. Is, is that kind of like how Microsoft is, is thinking about some of these devices? Yeah, you know, it is one way for us to be able to offer that great uh, – the, the experience that everybody wants to be able to have, to be able to access Office and, and have all of your um, – all that productivity uh, on all of your devices, uh, but yet have it for a lower price point because we really feel like there's a tremendous amount of growth there in the market. And so uh, advertising is a huge way, but then you also have things like Office 365, you know, start off with a free trial, then people get uh, realize how great the service is and, and start buying that. Yeah, no, I'm a I'm a 365 user, so I can I can attest to that. I am waiting for the latest version for Android, which actually works on the newest Android. So I'm keeping an eye out <laughs> for it. Um, so okay, so let's get into some some PPC stuff here. So you know, uh, let's assume our audience understands AdWords, right? They they can use that as a baseline. You know, so when when you think of you know Bing and Google, they've got some similar structures of campaigns to ad groups to keywords. Um, is from a structure standpoint, is there anything really noteworthy that that's a big difference between the two platforms? You know, it's interesting. There are some small differences, Brad, but we actually we've intentionally made it that way. One of the biggest pieces of feedback that we've had is, "Hey guys, like we spent all this time optimizing Google, setting up Google." Uh, you know, AdWords accounts. We want to just be able to push a button, click a button, bring things over, uh, and then, of course, make some small changes here and there on the Bing ad side. And so we've worked hard on keeping it the same. Uh, and we're going to continue to make sure that there's a lot of that time savings. So when you look at the overall ROI picture, time's a big deal. When you're looking at actual settings, I think there are a couple of things that pop to mind for me uh, that are handy that I don't know if people necessarily take advantage of. 
the first one is going to be the search network settings. And, uh, you know, in Google, you have the search partner networks. Uh, and it's really if you you buy the Google.com traffic and then you have the partners that you can get. Um, and it's uh, you either want Google only or Google and the partners. But for us, you can actually set up a separate search campaign that is only that is partners only. Uh, and so when you're looking at all the different traffic that we have, you can actually get that separately in a campaign like you'd set up a display or content campaign. So that's a really big opportunity because so oftentimes – I want to hop in. Yeah, I want to hop in here real quick. I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to clarify something. Is your, is Yahoo a search partner or are they pure search? Uh, Yahoo is uh, – it's not a search partner partner in the in in this context uh okay they're pure search so you'll see it say bing and yahoo and then yeah. it'll say partner sites okay perfect um excellent did you have anything else to keep adding there i just wanted to clarify that one point i think that's a big one because uh, that's there's a tremendous amount of volume uh in a lot of the search partners that we have and you also have the ability to exclude any partners that you don't want uh and so i always suggest pulling something called the publisher performance report if you're running on partners and and you can negative out search partner domains just like you would a negative keyword uh, if things aren't working for you that i a lot of people wish google would be that transparent with their partners because that's sometimes an issue. So, so kudos to, to Bing for that transparency. And, and also you, uh, another one I believe is Bing does time of day settings by advertise, or by searcher location, right, where Google does it by account time zone. Exactly. So what, if it's 7 a.m. on the East Coast for the user and you have your settings set towards 7, um, it's going to hit the searcher at 7 a.m., in New York, and then 7 a.m. in Los Angeles. Yeah, that is such a nice setting when you get into some complex time zone stuff, which I'm, I'm such a big fan of that. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's take a, a quick break for our sponsor, and then we're going to come back and talk about match types because you've made some changes here recently. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And we are back talking with John Gagnon um, from Microsoft about Bing Ads. And, and so you've got match types like Google does, but you've got content match is a keyword match type, which is a, a big difference from Google. So when you think of content versus search space to advertising, um, how should users segment that out, or could that be an ad group, or how do you? What's best practice with your keyword match type since content's a match type? Yeah, you know it's funny. It kind of it reminds me of the uh, content network, uh, Google's content network, uh, many years ago. Uh, many of the people who have been around for a while. You're going to be familiar with the content match type, um, but best practice actually is to separate it out. It works. It's a text-based. A text-based uh, uh, kind of inventory that is very similar to some of the inventory in AdWords, uh, but ours will come from. You can think of a lot of the Microsoft products, and we have partners coming and going. So, uh, Office or MSN has a lot of the inventory that uh, is coming into the network, um, and so we recommend that you break it out because the click-through rates, the engagements, uh, and maybe the conversion rate are going to vary. It can perform really well, but because there's differences, you're going to want to break that out so you're not muddying up uh, the data to make decisions on ads or bids or anything like that. Perfect. Now, there's been you know a lot of negative publicity in, in, the, in the, the PBC world recently about Google and variation match and how you're not allowed to affect this anymore. And it's, it's, it's bad for some people, it's good for others, but it's not an option. So in Bing, variation match, first off, it's still an option, correct? You can flip this on or off? Yeah, for the exact match on close variance, you can just... Uh, and check, it's a, check a box. Phrase match two now, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's a phrase and then also a broad. We're testing out uh, variations. Okay. So for phrase and exact, can you just explain to us how variation match works with the Bing and, and just kind of what we're talking about here? Yeah. Uh, let me let me give you an example. Uh, I mean, the biggest one is going to be uh, plurals. Uh, and so you can imagine like if your keyword was, um, let's say it was a Chevy truck. Uh, and somebody typed in Chevy trucks. It's not the exact term, and so we want to make sure we include plurals. Uh, and then one of the things that you have is maybe somebody uh, has a, a dash or an abbreviation between Chevy dash truck, um, or they didn't include a space. And so originally you wouldn't be able to get that traffic uh, with just the exact setting or you know the, the modified um, setting without the variance. And so now we're starting to include those elements where, hey, if there's an abbreviation, you'll be able to get the traffic. If there's a, if it's a spaced a little funny, you'll be able to get that as well. Or if there's some uh, type of, uh, we also we call it an equivalent expression. So if, uh, let's say, if it's like Greek travel deals, um, and your keyword is uh, 
Greece travel, well, then you'll be able to get that traffic as well. So how far do you take this? I mean, for instance, it, it, I could I could have a word like wedding cake on Google, and I could show for something like wedding cheesecake or wedding cupcake because it's a compound word that includes mine. Do you guys go that far with it, or do you are you a lot more restrictive in how far you match these? So actually, right now, Brad, I, th- I think um, we are we're 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 testing things out, and so we're trying to take it pretty slowly. Um, and so, as far as the exact scenarios, like the cheesecake one, I don't know, but I, I do think that those are places that we're looking. And we're always going to start out with a really narrow view, like uh, Greece and Greek. That'll be pretty close. But then, then you get cake and cheesecake; those are potentially different. Uh, and so, I think we're looking to test things out. If anybody's seeing anything weird. Um, Definitely, like you know, shoot uh, the support line a note. Um, but we are trying to find ways to drive traffic that is relevant and has great engagement, like click-through rate and hopefully the conversion rate on the back end um, to drive more traffic. But ultimately, I think where that line is, I'm, I'm not quite sure actually myself. Okay, that's fair. So you've also made some changes to modified broad match in the past few months. So how does modified work these days? Well, it's actually very much the same thing. Uh, what was happening before when you put that plus sign in front of any one of the to- uh, tokens, that's we call it tokens, within a key- words within a keyword. Um, when you put that plus sign in front, if there was abbreviation or plural or the spacing was weird, we actually wouldn't deliver you that keyword. Uh, and so now we're starting to open that up a little bit more. Which, uh, that's great, actually. For modified broad or something, like advertisers are totally fine with that. Yeah, you know, keyword discovery is so big. We we spend a lot of time optimizing uh, bids and ad copy, uh, but but really we want to find new words that people are searching for and, and converting because that's going to grow the pie for everybody or for us as a marketer. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. Now, if we move to to negative words, you've got phrase and exact match negatives, correct? Yes. And do you match them anything else, or is it must be the actual query? Do they match at all? You know, no, it's uh, it's it's going to be straight um, exact or, or or phrase, and so we don't have uh, broad match negatives if if that's kind of what we're talking about uh, for for neg- for keywords there. Yeah, why don't you have broad negatives? Yeah, <laughs> you know, Brad, that's funny. I was thinking about this uh, not so long ago. Uh, we actually used to not have exact match negatives. Um, Gosh, even I want to say a few years ago, and so I don't know if it's a legacy, a legacy issue, and uh, we have just kind of haven't brought it over, uh, or or what. But I don't, I don't quite know. Um, you know, in some ways, broad matches, you know, more restrictive on traffic. So maybe there's an element there, but I think it might just be a historical um, element where we, when we built the system, it was a uh, phrase, and then we got so many asks for negative exact match, we added that, and then broad. I think it's been kind of quiet there for us. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. I'm just, just curious. Um, okay, so we've got our keywords, which all our keywords really do is is make an ad show. So from a basic text ad standpoint, I, I think the, the biggest difference between you and Google, right, is in Bing, you just you write a headline in an ad. You don't separate D1 and D2 and stuff. Is, is That's the major difference in text ads? Yeah, that is the major difference. The, the only other very minor, minor difference is we actually have 71 characters uh, versus 70. And 
The reason why is because when you have a D1 and D2 description line of 35 characters each, when we were importing in from Google, what was happening was uh, if somebody took up that full description line of number one and number two with, let's say, 35 characters each, when we put it together in a 70-character ad, the first line, the last word of the first first line would hit the first word of the last line. It it would be a compound word. There'd be no space there. There'd be no space, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, that makes it easy in the ads part. So, so PLAs. Hey, you've got PLAs, which were, I mean, Black Fridays in just a few days. By the time this airs, it'll have passed. Um, so PLAs are super important. So getting started with PLAs on Bing. Do you, is there a Bing shopping, or how does someone get started with, with, with Bing PLAs? Yeah, actually, so um, one of the, the number one thing to do, if you sign up for a Bing Ads account, uh, we have tons of support. When it comes to Bing shopping, or actually, I mean, getting shopping campaigns in, in AdWords set up too, it's uh, making sure that your, your feed's in good shape and you have your shopping account set up is a big deal. And so I think the biggest thing to take away here is uh, if you sign up for a Bing Ads account, uh, you can... Call us, and we'll help walk you through what that sign-up process looks like. That's kind of the big one because there's a, there's a number of steps to get there. Um, if you actually go into the account, you'll what you'll have is uh, you'll have an option in the Tools tab that'll be the, the Merchant Center. And so you'll go in and actually set up a, a Merchant Center, which more or less is your store. And from there, you'll load in your feed uh, and you make the connection and set up what we call product targets. Uh, and so it's very similar to Google's PLAs and, and how that was set up. Uh, but those are kind of the big three steps to get things going. Okay, so you have a, a sync with Google button essentially for text ads and for um, your your keywords and so forth. Does that work at all with PLAs, or do PLAs really need to be set up in Bing independent of of those other things? No, you can actually say, you can bring in your uh, you can take your feed uh, and the file because it's a it's a raw data file. You can actually bring that file and bring it over into Bing. And so we've aligned our categories to match up with the the Google uh, feed. Uh, but the big thing is there are a couple of differences uh, that we're fixing. And so one of the one of the big pieces is what I would say is we have something called the Bing Ads uh, label, which is really just a shot. It's a category. And, and that's how when we look at figuring out, hey, what is this product? Which keywords would it match to? That's one of the big areas that we look to figure out within the Bing searches for your products. How, which keywords or which searches do you match to? And so I would highly recommend that people would set that up as a, as a custom column uh, within their feed. It's called the, uh, the, the label. Um, but adding as much information as you can will help you match. But ultimately, we try to keep things the same as possible. Uh, right now, things that are, aren't there will be um, like size or uh, color, that we don't have those attributes in the feed. And so one of the things that we also recommend is people putting in the like a pending into the description or maybe even the title if they have the character uh, limits the, uh, the color or the size because that will help you, again, match when we figure out which keywords you match to. So just to double-check, let's say I, I, I'm working with someone and they've got a feed, but they're – exporting from their system and they're just FTPing to, to Google, right? And and they had to hire some third party and so it's 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 you know some of a broken system, but it's a lot of a lot of advertisers are. 
if they take that same feed and upload it to Bing, will you just ignore the columns you don't support or you kick out the feed? You know, we will ignore the columns that we don't support. And you'll actually be able to go um, into uh, the, the, not the feed, uh, but into Bing ads and see what errors we're giving you. Okay, that's perfect. Just just making sure it's as easy as possible, right? So let's do this. Let's take a, a quick break um, for our sponsors. We're going to come back and, and talk a touch on extensions and then sort of wrap up show one here with some important information about Bing. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And so we're back talking with John Gagner from Microsoft about Bing. And so finally, um, to get through all our basics, and in our next show, we'll get into some more advanced stuff. Ad extensions. You have ad extensions. Um, how oh. are... <laughs> I was gonna say, oh yeah, we have. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so, which ad extensions do you have? Yeah, uh, you know, we have a, a number, and you're gonna have a number on the way. So, site links, enhanced site links, call extensions, location extensions, and then you know, product ex- product extensions for the uh, your product ads if you have shopping campaigns. Uh, we're testing a couple other ones too as well. We have uh, mobile app app extensions coming on the way, and and right now we're testing things like. Uh, image extensions, but uh, we're seeing how that goes. Excellent, excellent. So, 
Um, with location extensions, this is uh, Google changes a lot recently on people, and you can't manually add ex- add locations anymore. For Bing, can do you have to make like a Bing local account and verify data, or can you add locations directly to Bing? How does the location work with Bing? You just go into the campaign that you want to add the location extension. It's very old, like the old school way. Uh, you go in, you add in your. Uh, you actually add in your store location details, and there you go. So there's no syncing between, like, let's say, Bing Places account to verify those listings. You just put in your information, you're ready to go. So if I'm hosting an event at a place I don't own, I can use location extension in Bing? You can define uh, the location. Dang, that is a great question. <laughs> You can you should you can actually define the location that you have, and you don't have to verify the the actual um, that you own the the business location. So you potentially yes, yeah, I guess you could do that. Okay, okay, because you still do this in Google, and you can't anymore. And so it's it's a big question for event marketers, right? Is if I want to show that hey, I've rented out this hotel for this event, I don't own the hotel. But we are everything going on there, and, and I can't do that in AdWords anymore. So actually knowing that's possible in Bing is really important for event people. Um, excellent, excellent. Yeah, it's funny, Brad. I, I, hadn't, uh, I hadn't thought of that scenario, but I, I don't see um, any reasons within policy that you couldn't do it. No, that's, that's great. It, it's always little things that you know. sometimes like someone makes a change and doesn't really look at, at the businesses this really does affect. Um, perfect. So, hey, John, this has been great, and and so um, where can people find out more about Bing online? Yeah, there's a couple of places. If you're just getting started, you can go to the, the Bing Ads blog, but if you just go to bingads.com, we have a, a blog that you can follow, uh, a lot of the resources we talked about. And for those of you who are agencies, if you just go to bingads.com slash agency, uh, we actually have an agency hub with a lot of resources about the audience numbers that we talked about as well, just little tips, tricks, and, and support for you to get started as well. And where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter, uh, J-M-G-A-G-N-O-N. Um, you have any questions, you know, feel free to ask and reach out. Excellent, excellent. And, and thank you so much for, for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. And for our listeners, in our next show, we are going to continue the conversation with John and get into some more advanced stuff such as tracking conversions, a, a nice teaser, Cortana, which is a – Interesting thing that, that Microsoft is working on, a lot of people don't really know all it, its things and really how to get started with Bing and UET and some other fun stuff coming from Bing. So please join us on our next show as well to get into some of the more advanced things. And so thank you for joining us for another episode of Mark and Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information from our guests can be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find archives or past episodes at webmasterradio.fm, Stitcher, iTunes, the iPhone and Android Webmaster Radio apps, iHeartRadio, and pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts these days. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. 
we welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.